Hi, this is Brett and welcome to Optimize. Should you take on a partner in your business or should you try to go it alone as a solopreneur? So the big question is, how are entrepreneurs like us who have too much to do and too little time able to build both the business and the life of our dreams? That's the question. And on this podcast, we'll explore the journey to the answer. My name is Brett Ingram and welcome to Optimize. Okay, so another question that I get a lot is people want to know if I'm running a digital business or a small business, it may not be digital, and I'm sort of doing it by myself, or I'm potentially going to start it with a partner, is it a good idea to have a partner or should I do it myself? And so let me start by sharing two stories with you. And then I'll more directly answer the question. So the interesting thing is, um, years back, I was in a process of building a lot inside my business. And I had a ton of stuff going on. And I was completely overwhelmed. And I had way too many hours to work than I had hours in the day. And so I was at a point where I decided, you know, I think it might be smart to get a partner. I saw a lot of people partnering up. And I said, geez, you know, if I could offload a lot of this stuff, that would really be awesome. So I started to reach out to people that I felt I had some stuff in common with, that I had a relationship with. We had been working together online a little bit. And the first guy that I reached out to was really interesting because we actually have a really good relationship. And um, I know he has a lot of respect for me because he's given me a lot of credit for his success uh, over the years. And so the interesting thing is I actually reached out to him and I wasn't sure how he was going to take it. But I said, you know, do you do anything in a partner, you know, in a a partnering way or do you do everything yourself? And I said, you know, I might be looking to, to partner and, you know, maybe do something together. And I think, you know, we could really, you know, crush it. And it actually shocked me what he responded with. He said, look, no offense. But I've heard so many horror stories about partnerships and bad feelings and things going wrong that I do not partner. I've made it a, a, you know, a principle in my business that I just absolutely won't do it. And um, it's nothing personal. Obviously, we have a great relationship. And if I was going to partner, you'd be somebody I'd partner with. But I just I don't partner. And, and it really sort of took me aback a little bit because I was surprised First off, I thought, you know, because of our relationship, he that that one was a soft sell. Like, I thought he might be interested. I didn't know if I was going to want to do it with him, depending on what the terms would be and everything else. So that shocked me a little bit. But then another interesting thing happened. Um, I was chatting uh, on Skype and a guy that I had been working with off and on for a couple of years had said to me, um, you know, hey, started asking me questions about software development because I was building software products and I had launched a number of them and I I had been pretty successful. And as it turns out, he was really struggling to get software made and he was trying, but he was sort of getting taken to the cleaners. Uh, Outsourcers were, you know, jerking him around and he wasn't getting straight answers. Everything was taking longer. So he was sort of hinting around at the idea of maybe we should partner. His expertise was really the marketing side, but he knew I was able to crank out software. So he said, I'll fly in and let's go to this conference together and let's sit down and chat and see how it goes. And so that was the start 
of a partnership for me that would actually last several years. And we had a really good partnership. You know, um, we would create products and launch them. I would focus more on the software side. He would focus more on the marketing and sales side. And we sort of uh, trusted each other and left each other alone to do our thing. And we, you know, talked when we needed to. And we brought things together when we needed to. So we were all on the same page, pulling in the same direction. And like any relationship, I mean, you know, you have your ups and downs. There were, there were times that were stressful and times that were strained when, you know, he wasn't getting what he felt he needed from me and I wasn't getting what I felt I needed from him, things like that. But at the end of the day, it was ultimately a very successful partnership because we worked together really well. And what I realized, because I, I saw along the way over the last several years, I've seen the good, the bad, and the ugly with other partnerships. I've seen some that the people are working together and they still are. I've seen some where people <clears throat> will work together on an ongoing basis, but it's sort of haphazard and it's not continuous. So they sort of get together to create a product together and then they move on. And then I've seen some that have ended in disaster where people were threatening lawsuits and uh, people getting divorced and all sorts of really difficult, problematic things. And what occurred to me when I went back and I sort of analyzed, right, the partnership that, that I have and, and have had, and that was so successful, is there are a couple of factors to really consider. First off is, you know, just your overall workload. I mean, to take on a partner just for taking on a partner's sake doesn't really make a lot of sense. You know, if the synergy isn't going to create more than what you could do yourself, all you're going to be doing is sharing your profits or cutting your profits in half. So that really makes absolutely no sense. But assuming that you feel you could grow from taking on a partner, or you're at a point where you're overwhelmed, and that's why you're looking to take on a partner, I think that what's most important is that in advance, that they aren't just used as, a, you know, something to plug a hole in the dam, but rather it's built on a strategic foundation. And what I mean by that is, alignment of goals. You know, the first and foremost thing is what is your goal for your business and what do they see the goal as? And the way you want to discuss this is as a discussion. You don't want to say, well, this is what I want to do with the business. Is that good with you? Because somebody could just agree with you just to sort of get things moving when in the back of their mind, they're not thinking it's important that you have a lengthy discussion about this. And make sure that you both see the end result the same or at least close. Because if one person wants to make enough money to pay their bills and the other person wants to build a global iconic brand, that's not congruent. That's never going to work. Not unless you buy the other person out after a short period of time. Because you don't want the same goals. You're not going to work as hard the same thing. The other thing is alignment of skills and strengths. So in, our, in my particular situation, I was really good at the software side and he wasn't. And he was really good at the marketing side and sales side and I wasn't. So it worked really, really well. We were able to trust each other and we were both able to leverage our strengths and minimize our weaknesses because we could use the other person to sort of, to sort of stop that gap. If you are going to take on a partner and you are both in love with the marketing side of things, that's not going to work 
Because the fact is, somebody's got to do product development. Somebody's got to do customer service. Somebody's got to do all the other elements of the business, finance, whatever. And if both of you want to get involved in the marketing and that's all you want to do, well, the problem is you're going to be butting heads. Because even if you see eye to eye, you're either going to be overlapping efforts or you're going to be arguing and butting heads. And so certainly alignment of strengths and skills matters quite a bit as well. And then the last sort of, um, you know, uh, element of that, I would say, is alignment of, of work ethic and work style. And what I mean by that is, you know, some people and, and you know, this the digital marketing industry is notorious for this. Some people will only work as hard as they need to, to make enough money for what they need right now. All they want to do is I want to take a trip and I need to generate five or six thousand dollars to do it. So I'm going to bust my butt to get this product done or this launch done or this marketing campaign or whatever. And then I'm going to coast for the next three months and go on vacation, spend all the money and then come back and I'll worry about it then. Other people are 24 seven with the business. They want to work, 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 work. So again, the issue is you want to make sure that there's some alignment there. If you are, if you want to work 24 seven in the business and the other person wants to work five hours a week, well, it's not that the partnership can't work, but then it can't be equal. You know, you need to get a 90% share. They need to get a 10% share because otherwise after a month, you're going to resent them and they're going to get annoyed with you because you're working all the time and frustrated because they aren't working enough and they don't want to do anything. Okay, so the work ethic, but also the work style. And what I mean by that is the way that you manage projects and people. Um, so again, if I talk about the partner that I was working with, the, the, the biggest thing about that is that we both are very independent workers. You know, um, I don't need to check in constantly. We could go literally two, three weeks sometimes without as much as a Skype conversation. Because if I know that he's working on the sales funnel for the new product and he knows I'm working on the new product, all the different levels of it, we can trust each other and leave each other alone. If, you know, if instead, if he was reaching out to me every day saying, hey, can I get an update? How's the software coming? What's I would get super annoyed with that. If I did that to him about the marketing, he would get super annoyed. But other people want or need that. They need someone to constantly check in or they need to constantly be checked in with to constantly be reassured that everything is on track. Either strategy works, but it needs to be the same for both of you. Because again, you're gonna annoy the daylights out of somebody if you're badgering them every single day for an update and they're the kind of person that wants to take the project, run with it, and let you know when it's done, you know, and vice versa. And so you want to make sure if you're going to enter a partnership um, that most importantly, that you have alignment in terms of the vision and the goals for the business. You want to have alignment in terms of your strengths and your responsibilities. So the part of the business you're going to do, the part of the business they're going to do, you want to have alignment in terms of your work style and work ethic. You know, all of those things are crucially important. And then I'd be remiss if I didn't at least mention the financial part of it. Um, we never created a big formal agreement because we had um, external 
um, systems that set up all of our profit sharing and all that. So we didn't really need to do that. But if you are going to be in an entity where all the revenue is coming in in one place, then you also need to agree on what the split is going to be and how that split is going to be broken up. You know, is there going to be an independent third party accountant that's going to run all the books and then you're each going to take a salary? Or is it going to be a sole proprietorship where it's a, you know, a gentleman's agreement where you're going to sort of pay each other the money? You know, those things are things that you need to decide in general. Um, you know, it's smarter to formalize financial things if you don't have systems in place in order to do it. I don't, you know, I, I don't provide legal or financial advice. Uh, but that said, in my experience and from what I've seen, I think it's smarter to make sure that you at least address all of those issues or you, you know, contact somebody in the financial industry to do that. So you have full agreement on everything and in terms of where you're going. And when you start with that as a really strong bedrock foundation for a partnership, it can really work. It can really work. And you can have a lot of synergy. You could cut your work in half and you can build a business and a brand a lot faster. If, you know, at the same time, you do share all the revenue, you do share all the profit, and you do have another person that you need to consider when you're making decisions. If you're by yourself, you get to keep it all, you get to make every decision, but it can be lonely. And in difficult times, it can be hard because you have no sounding board. You have no person to tell you, look, we just got to ride this out. It's going to be fine. You know, we're in the trenches together. Let's do this. And so whether or not you should take on a partner or not, those are the best criteria and the, and the best lenses to look at that through. And hopefully that will give you some clarity as to whether or not it's the right thing for you or not. Until next time, as always, no matter what you want out of your business and your life, don't compromise. Optimize.